1: Phil Holloway is back, Fox News legal analyst, former police officer, also an attorney representing a sheriff's department in Georgia, a member of the Rational Ground COVID Policy Think Tank. Phil, how are you? Happy New Year. It's been a little while. Happy New Year to you. I hope everyone's doing great. We are doing great. And, you know, we, we were talking late November, early December, mid-December about everything that was happening in Idaho. We were very hopeful that the police were on top of a suspect. And as it turned out, there was some pretty good police work that was at play here, was, Phil, wasn't there? Yeah, there
0: was... Yeah, it was fantastic police work. And I I think if I recall, I told you that uh, and I've had this on TV, too, at the time, and a lot of people disagree with me. I said, look, you know, right around Thanksgiving, that it would not surprise me if they didn't already have at least a person or persons that they were starting to zero in on. And lo and behold, they were. They had to get their ducks in a row. They had to get the search warrants done. They had to get the items back from the crime lab. And they had to dot their T's and cross their I's. That's just good police work. And unfortunately, sometimes that takes time. They want to get it right. They don't want to make a case that's going to come back on appeal or it's not going to stand up uh, to proof beyond a reasonable doubt when they take it to trial. So they they, I've been quite frankly, very, very impressed with the uh, with the police work that's been done out there.
1: Well, obviously, one of the things that jumps out to a lot of people would love your input on this and your opinion is when the affidavit gets released, we found out that one of the roommates actually saw who we think was Kohlberger walking through the house, described someone with bushy eyebrows doesn't seem very clear. And maybe it is clear. And maybe we just missed it that he saw her. I don't know if he did, but then the part that's confusing is that police aren't called for several hours until after that, like eight hours.
0: Yeah. And I don't have a good answer for that. That is somewhat mysterious. And you don't know. Uh, I mean, we can, we can sit here and we can speculate that, you know, maybe this was a house where people were coming and going at all hours of the night. And, um, uh, you know it just seemed like something that was maybe normal or maybe there was some intoxication involved and yeah who knows i mean we just don't know there's there's probably a reasonable answer for it but uh, you know I, this person I, you know my heart breaks for her because if 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 she goes through the rest of her life wondering you know if i had called 911 could they have been saved you know that's the kind of thing that i worry about for her
1: Absolutely, because there could be different explanations. I mean, there could be alcohol involved. She could have been confused about what she saw. She might not have known anything about murders taking place, right? And then she falls asleep into a haze, wakes up to a, I'm guessing, a horrific scene. I can't even imagine what yeah. she's going through. And they're they're obviously taking great care to protect these other roommates. And, Phil, I guess this is somewhat, I think, typical in cases like this, but the judge, she, she put a serious smackdown on anything in this case. So there is a, a big, big tight belt around anybody saying anything about the case moving forward until this goes to trial, right?
0: Yeah, there is. There's a gag order, and I'm not a big fan of those, quite frankly. The, the First Amendment um, is uh, uh, applies here. You know, these things are all newsworthy. The news media has a First Amendment right to try to to, to get, you know, sources to talk and, and that sort of thing. And um, to the extent these things are, are newsworthy, these the individuals involved in the case, they do have a Uh, right to free speech as well. But of course, the defendant in a criminal case has the right to due process, and that means a fair trial. So there's a balancing sort of that that needs to be done. But an outright gag order, oftentimes, uh, if it's contested, might be found to be unconstitutional. We've had some of those here in Georgia that were outright gag orders that were struck down by our Supreme Court on that basis. Um, It it, it may very well be that the lawyers for both sides want the gag order to kind of keep the press away. Sometimes you have that, so it's not going to be challenged
1: you'd have to think i mean obviously they have the dna evidence and they first get dna from his father they go through the trash and i guess they do a swab and they match him up but based on what you saw in the affidavit you you would hope that they have uh, enough evidence here to convict this guy but you, you you never know with the jury right You never know, but there's more to this than what we see in the affidavit. That's just a thumbnail sketch. That's like the
0: 10,000-foot overview. Uh, They have more information uh, and more evidence, uh, quite frankly, I believe, than what's in that affidavit. They mentioned, for example, one one shoe print. Now they're going, and they're going to go through the process of matching that bloody shoe print to any shoes they may find in, in the defendant's home when they execute a search warrant there. But there's also, I think, other Evidence there. I think there's probably additional footprints. There's additional probably uh, fingerprints. There might be other items of DNA, and of course you have the you know I mean uh, bushy eyebrows that are seen by an eyewitness doesn't necessarily prove the case, but it's one more uh, bit of evidence that you sort of you know you build this brick wall. It's one more brick right, that goes into the wall that that is the burden of proof of proof beyond a reasonable doubt. So there's more out there and the investigation is still ongoing and they're still developing leads. And so they're still building this case and I think they will uh, convict him beyond a reasonable doubt.
1: This is a case that's not getting a lot of national attention. I still think it might though. Uh, I don't know if you saw the video from the uh, robbery that took place the other night in Houston where a guy comes in, he's holding a gun, he's flashing a gun to people, he's asking for their wallets, they start dropping wallets and there's another guy sitting in the diner, who um, I think had already given up his wallet. He has an actual gun. He shoots the suspect dead, then finds out that the guy had a, a that it wasn't a real gun. Did you watch that video? Too
0: too bad this happened. oh yeah, and I was tweeting about it the other day. Uh, You know, this is clearly a lawful self-defense in my view and you know what even if that ninth round was fired into a corpse you know the so-called coup de grace shot he like, if you look at it the guy goes over there and he, he sort of kicks the gun of uh, the bad guy's gun out of the way picks it up and in the process of doing that um fires one more round right, which right. like into the into the suspect's head now a lot of people are going crazy over that saying wow that's overkill that makes it murder well look if you're authorized to use deadly force you're authorized to use deadly force and that means neutralizing the threat and if it's a, if it if it doesn't, if it offends someone's sensibilities that you know someone fires a, a round into a corpse, uh, then they're just going to have to be offended because I don't think that's against the law. Now, all things being equal, the prosecutor is uh, apparently sending that to a grand jury. They're not taking out any charges, but here's the thing: always remember, prosecutors can use grand juries. As a way, as a scapegoat, right? You, get a, you send it to the grand jury and then you tell the grand jury in private because it's, it's not an open courtroom. You say, look, we can't prove this case beyond a reasonable doubt. Ladies and gentlemen, the grand jury, you need to return a no bill. And then they get a no bill, no charges, and the DA says, well, hey, if the, the, the grand jury made their decision, then we're going to stick with that. So I think the prosecutor may be using this as, a, as an opportunity to get rid of a case and avoid any uh, criticism from the public.
1: I only have like a minute and a half left. We have another interesting case that's sort of bubbling out in Massachusetts with a woman that's missing and apparently a husband that's been arrested, yeah, which yeah, happens yeah. all the time.
0: Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, the cops are searching now a, uh, a waste facility near the uh, – the, the husband's mother's home. There's, there's, you know blood, a hatchet, a hacksaw, there's uh you know, rug and I think used cleaning products. This is this is obviously headed towards a, a murder charge for this guy. And, you know, you hate to hear it. Um, this is just, just tragic. But this kind of thing goes to premeditation. It goes to deliberation. And if Massachusetts still had the death penalty, it would qualify. But unfortunately, they don't. But but these types of behaviors, when you're searching the Internet, like this guy has reportedly done, uh, looking for ways to uh, dispose of or to get rid of a body, right? Um, and then you have all these other circumstances that shows a malignant heart, a depravity of, of the soul, the things that go to malice or forethought, and these are the kinds of things that will uh, land him in prison for the rest of his natural he, he life. He
1: went to Home Depot, and oh, he didn't geez. he didn't even mention to the police. He bought like 450 bucks in cleaning supplies, mops, yeah. buckets. I bet it was just a New Year's resolution. It had nothing to do with the fact that he had just killed his wife, right? <sighs> right. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's
0: this is this is premeditation it's deliberation it shows that he has a, a, a guilty mind okay he knows what he did was wrong and he's going to go through all these uh, you know extreme efforts to, to cover it up it's awful
1: yeah Phil Holloway happy New Year great to have you back on we'll talk soon see ya.
0: you you bet Take care. get more at 971talk.com.